all this stuff that I've done has been in a short period of time, but so much experience within so that short period. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even now, like, I do so much in one year. Like, I feel like I have, like, five years growth in some way, whether it's financially or, like, business experience-wise, people, like, dealing with people, like, so much because I do... I do this thing where I need, like, where, I'm, where I need to, like, tie it up. I do as much as I can. And I kind of, you know, opportunity costs, I do everything. Yeah. I don't really, like, narrow down onto one thing. Like, you know, I should, like, some people do, kind of helps them. But for me, I like to move fast and, like, all verticals. And uh, so I'm just constant. I'm constantly testing and throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Welcome to another episode of the eFormula podcast. This is the podcast where you get to hear about entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs mm -hmm. that are making big moves, entrepreneurs that have built powerful companies. And my guest today is Van Dennis. Yeah. They call him the Google God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to look into, to get into that story, the story behind the Google oh, God. Man. Welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank man. you. Thank you. Where did the Google God come from? Comes Dude, from? honestly, um, it was actually a, a friend of mine at the time. Uh, we were just trying to like just become shake the shake up the market a bit. Do some. I actually saw a book you had right there, Digital Disruption, and I was like, we need to do something different. We need to, you know, make that certainty and that credibility right out of the way. Mm -hmm. And us and saying like calling us each other like Google God and stuff like that knew that it was gonna be a very strong statement and very bold um, and that's what we kind of got as well that people were telling us just because they were seeing our results and stuff like that on Google and you know years ago a lot of people weren't really seeing too many results and yeah. also no one really yeah. was publicizing it so that was something that we knew that was kind of like our advantage and gave us that unique position in like, the playing field. Yeah. The guy is that's the top of the line right mm -hmm. amazing I know a lot of the people watching would also like to know the origin story who was Van Dennis before the brand Van Dennis. Mm. Definitely. Good, good, good question, man. Um, I've always been like how I am. Oh, I, wow. Yeah, always been like I am. Always been like super like disciplined, hardworking, very motivated, um, ambitious person like ever since I was a kid. Um, I had all this talent and all this like skill set and focus and drive and ambition I have for business. I had it for sports before. Wow. So I was like heavily into like soccer was my first love. But the neighborhood I grew up in, soccer wasn't that popular, and it was more like football was like football, more popular. Yeah. So I jumped into that for a lot of for many different reasons. Um, my mom really got me into it because she wanted me to be more disciplined and stay out of trouble. Because I was a little bit of a troublemaker when I was a kid. You know, <laughs> I was a complete whole different person. I'm glad I grew up and changed, man. Because wow. I was, I wanted to do. I looked up to the wrong people, and I wanted the wrong things. Like I don't even know if I even should say the stuff. The stuff I wanted to have happen to me and do are just insane. Wow. Like insane. Can you just give one example? Like, um, no filters, dude, let's man, get it. Dude, no filter, like, I don't want to say this. You know, you gotta make sure you pray for me after say this. Like, I don't want to even say this, but I used to want to, I wanted to be, you know, in a gang. I wanted to, you know, I was so crazy when I was a kid, bro. Like, I wanted to get shot because I thought it was cool to get, like, I thought crazy stuff. Wow. I, yeah, I know, like, I had a whole different mindset. So, I, there's a lot more, I don't want to embarrass myself, <laughs> but I was literally, like, completely different person, like, at one point. And my mom saw that and she was like, 
there's no father in the house, so like, there's no one to discipline him. Mm-hmm. I can't discipline because as I'm getting older, you know, beating me isn't doing anything at a certain point, you know? Wow. And so she put me in the football and that kind of did help me gain discipline and like, you know, be self-aware of stuff. And it just opened up a lot of other interests and like, and also I was able to feed like some of the anger I had as a kid into mm-hmm. that and kind of transition everything. And I had a really great coach, um, Coach uh, Venezuela, Coach V, like he was, um, <laughs> he kind of opened up the doors. He was the first like person I saw that was, you know, making like really good money, um, mm-hmm. educated. He went to USC, graduated. And he used to take us to like their football practices and I'll do this to the scrimmage and at this time. I'm like watching like Reggie Bush, who I like, looked up to and like idolized as a kid. Wow. I'm able to like see his like hard work and the way he carried himself, the way he spoke on camera, like just all the, just, he was just a complete person that I wanted to be like growing up. And so I was able to like learn a lot just from watching afar and just being that kid on the sidelines, just watching, you know? Wow. Um, it was very motivating to see that. And I'm thankful that coach was able to bring us to that opportunity because then that transitioned into me even growing and having more self-development and it's moving in the right way. Setting goals when I was like in middle school to like go to USC. I wanted to have a 4.0. I wanted to be a baller and a smart at the same time. Wow. And so it definitely was like a good transition for me. But that's what um, led me into being exactly how I am now. So, wow. you know, us living here in Miami, everyone thinks of it being crazy, but really it's a really beautiful, calm place and a very motivating place that 100%. people kind of overlook. That's yeah. very, very motivating in a really good way. And you can build a really good, healthy habits here. Amazing. So when did you know that you're not going to make it as a football player? Because if that was the passion and the drive yeah, and yeah. everything you had, something might have gotten on the way. Man, it's crazy. This thing about the stuff like me throwing my body full speed into another human wow. was what, what I do. But I had, I had a, um, a, a surgery, uh, a sorry, a, a soldier injury. Mm. Didn't ever get surgery on it. Um, I was supposed to do that. Then medical red shirt. I didn't do it. I kind of when that had happened, I was like, I think I need to stop because my position was a strong safety mm. where I had to come down and hit and use my hit shoulder. Wow. Yeah, so I knew like, all right, this isn't gonna like I'm gonna keep hurting it. Is this worth like? There has to be some other way out. So there was a point in time I was definitely like lost because when I couldn't play anymore, it made me super depressed. Mm. Like I'm like I have no I have no purpose. Like what am I supposed to do? Even though like I still I still had the business mindset with that, but I really was just so disappointed in the fact that I couldn't play anymore. And that was like something that I was kind of helping, the help was helping me like keep going, you know, Channel like, you know, like, yeah, like, like my mother had passed my senior year of high school. It was like the one thing I kind of had to kind of keep like giving me like more life and, mm-hmm. um, and like, you know, something to look forward to every morning. Wow. And so when that was taken away from me, that kind of did give me that, oh, like, what the hell do I do now? Yeah. And where am I going? What am I doing? And I know it might have affected you as well, seeing that it's your mom that really put you on. Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. that's like a piece of her as well. Yep. You know? So there was a connection with that. And I was like, all right, this is, uh, this is obviously not going to be a thing I can't do anymore. Um, it's just not worth it. And I started going into like the work field of like doing sales. And that was kind of where I was trying to like, find like passion for something that I liked. I liked the structure of it. I liked that it was a lot more of a professional structure and I was able to, I was able to use different skill sets that were not as much physical, but more mental. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you started your journey in sales. Yeah. Working yeah. with a sales company. Yeah, so I was working with, I was working with Sunglass Hut. So, you know, Sunglass Huts are all over the, like, all over the U.S. Like sunglass every month. Hunt? Yeah, yeah. Sunglass Hut, they're everywhere. They're um, everywhere, yeah. And so, 
that job I loved because I was doing really good and I was like outworking everyone else because everyone else, well, I don't think they, I wanted oh, more. Was actually in the store? Yeah, I was working in the mall. So oh, like, sick. that was like the first time I had to like wear like dressed up suit type style to go to work. And I liked that structure because it made me have to be a little bit more upkept, clean, clean cut look, you know, um, be able to speak to people, like all different types of people and guide them through the sales process of buying their best, like, you know, sunglasses that fit them. So it was like, I was learning so much on that and I just loved it. I was like, oh, this is different. Like, this is a better looking job. And I thought I was cool because I was like, I'm working like a nicer little job than my friends <laughs> that are working other jobs I've had before. Because I've, I've done it all, man. I was a delivery driver for pizza. I was a dishwasher, like, you wow. know, at one point. And so, but even when I was doing those jobs, man, I had a smile on my face. Like, I was just, just super excited. I was just washing dishes, like, <laughs> like, and then, you know, busting out tables. I was still smiling, like, and just like, everyone, everyone, all my coworkers always loved me because I was just always in a good mood and just like, you know, I was taking everyone's shifts. Like, I was like, I work all day. Like, wow. So that's how I was making money. So I was like, and I had nothing else really to do. So I was like, I'll just take up all the hours and just stack up as much money as I can. Um, and I kept doing that. I've always kept that same energy. It's just like, right, how much more can we do? How much can we keep wow. going? Keep going. But uh, that was definitely my the job that I was like, okay, we're getting a little bit more, a little more sophisticated. <laughs> um, and that just that just turned into that sales experience and me being like a manager turned into like getting connected with like these SaaS companies and then being mm. a sales guy for the SaaS company where there's a little bit more money involved mm. with that and structure. And that opened up the that was how I opened up this different quantum leaps of different industries and like the world that i'm in today now wow so from the from the sunglass hunt you mm. went to work for a SaaS company yeah so from there i went to i did a few sales i did uh sales for like the ufc gym oh, um, UFC. ufc was uh, like i think they opened up their first gyms in california i was like a sales manager for one of the gyms um over there um where i'm just processing make sure the gym's revenue is coming in upping the mrr of the gyms with monthly recurring revenue mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and it's obviously like keeping the, doing like sales promotion and stuff like that. So I was doing some sales and marketing for the UFC gym, um, which was really cool. And it gave me a lot of good experience as well. It was also a nice job as well. I'm seeing like the UFC fighters come into the gym. And wow. um, I was at a location in Rancho Cucamonga, which is like a, so like a more family area, but there's some, you know, decent, you know, there's some, some players over there as well. Like people are, you know, entrepreneurs like that. So I was starting to see some of these guys come in with nice cars to the gym. And I'm like, what do you do? And I was, I'm starting to like, hear more and more, um, just learning. And something I still even to this day want to ask sometimes people like, well, what, what, what do you do? Because we all do something different. So yeah. everyone's doing something so unique, you 100%. know, and everyone has these interesting backgrounds. But um, that transitioned to me working um, from the, like, to a sales, a SaaS company job because of my experience there, I was able to get this like SaaS company job. And that's when marketing was really becoming like this lead, I'm seeing the leads, I'm seeing pipeline, we're using, I'm using like a CRM, like a real CRM for one. Because we had one at the UFC gym that was kind of like, basic protocol, wasn't nothing too crazy, but this is like mm -hmm. when I was like, my first CRM experience was with Salesforce and HubSpot. Mm -hmm. And that was like, big shot. I'm like, you what is this? Extensions. This is crazy. There's all this customer data on here. How are we able to like, I was just so curious. I never seen this stuff before and I was very new to it. But it just curiosity, man, just kept, I was like, just wanted more, I wanted to study, I wanted to master it. And that turned into me wanting to also like, the CEO of the company, his name was John. I looked up to him because like this guy went to Stanford. He's wow. friends with Mark Zuckerberg. Like he, he's like in big tech. Like he's like really involved in big tech. Yeah, like so like he was he was crushing it. He was like this CrossFit jacked. Wow. You could tell he used to be a nerd, but kind of like how you know just like how Jeff Bezos looks all jacked now. Yeah, he has that same type of look, like bald head. You could tell he was a real nerd, 
really knows his shit when it comes to tech and um, like and the web. Decided it's an OG out. in the space, yeah. And he's like, I want to be good looking, and like he got himself right. And I was like, this is a good looking guy who's Stanford degree, crazy <laughs> dope company, dope amazing office. I was like, I gotta be like this guy, you know. That's, that's, a, that's, that's their gym. Now. That was the first thing I was, I was like, I gotta be like this. This is I. I found it. Like God, thank you. I. This is exactly the route that I'm going. And so my only way to get close to him, I was like, I gotta produce. I gotta be a producer in this company. I was just a sales guy at the time. Now, obviously, sales does bring a lot of revenue to the company, but that wasn't the closest way to get to him. Mm. The closest way to get to him, I'd always be walking by and I'll see him in the meetings with the marketing team. Mm. So I'm walking by this meeting and I'm like, hmm, every day. <laughs> started talking to some of the people in marketing, like, what are you guys, like, what are you guys doing? Does that have help? And then, so I started just searching stuff on my own on YouTube and Google, reading different blogs, um, trying to, um, I first heard, like, oh, we're doing different things. When I, I think, what was her name? I want to say it was Ashley. I think it was Ashley. She was like one of like the marketing director assistants, like right mm -hmm. under John. And she's actually the person that hired me too. Mm -hmm. I did my interview with her. So I started asking, I was like, yeah, I really want to like, you know, I really love this company. I want to thank you for giving me this job. I really played it really cool with them always. You know, I was respectful and showed up, showed up and stayed latest. Like I had nothing else to do, nothing else. Even to this day, like nothing to me is more serious than my business and my, like, and that's what I have passion for. So. If I got to spend the time on it, I'm going to spend the time on it and 100%. some if I need to, you know? And I was that person. Like, I wanted them to see, like, my hard work. Because even with playing football, coaches always say, be the first one in, last one out of the gym. You yeah. know? Like, and yeah. that kind of would show, like, the coaches would see, like, oh, that person has worked that. And I've always wanted to be remembered as yeah. someone like that, you know? So that was me in this office job. And I loved it. They provided a, a beautiful desk, super modern. Mac, book, computers, everything. It was really nice. Wow. So I'm having all this food as well. Crazy nice modern kitchen. Beautiful view of San Diego, like in a glass building. Like it was, so it felt so good to get to this place every day to work. Um, and that's actually something I do keep in mind until even my business today. That's why we have a beautiful office and I'm in Orange County for InstaBoost. And that, that, that drive and me be able to pivot into going to marketing happened for me just having that curiosity of trying to figure out how we were getting all these leads for the SaaS company at the time where we were selling to car dealerships, like ad placement, um, leads through car gurus, stuff like that, pulling data. So I was getting mixed up into all this tech stuff that I never really knew much about before. Mm. And that was pretty much where, now you have like a frame, a perfect frame of the person you want to be like. Oh yeah, I saw a perfect like framework of like that first person, um, which definitely was John, and I don't even give him enough credit. I need to reach out to him. I don't even give him enough credit about that, which is crazy to think about. I need to actually give him credit <laughs> on that. Because um, he was like the first person I saw and like was able to like be next to and like touch. I was like multi-millionaire, you know, big tech company, you know, like. And, That's the dream. And on that level, like, yeah, he was on a different level, like, different, different level. Like, he's still on a different level like today. Like, yeah, he's, he's probably, probably, he's probably, I wouldn't be surprised if he's worth like anywhere from like, two to five hundred million i wouldn't be surprised wow because i know that company at least at the time had to be evaluated at like 80 mil maybe 100 wow. mil when was that 2016 yeah yes and he's only how he was operating he looked like he was only going to keep you know like i was seeing this guy come in from the like do crossfit like at like six in the morning or so he was coming straight to the office or he'll leave the office to go to crossfit he was like just like just how i live my life very similar to that. Like I'm either going to the gym in the morning or 
I'm gonna go later after my day or something, you know? And like, I was seeing that type of person to eating clean, they're fit. He was also fit. I was like, is it a clean cut? Like there was just so many things I took from that that I appreciated and I liked and how, you know, Reggie Bush was my first person, right? And then this guy, you know, complete different industries, but still fit, still clean cut, good looking gentleman, respectful, hardworking, like, but like really hardworking like grit. And that's kind of like something I've always idolized. And a very interesting thing, because as I'm like, you know, at my age, I'm always wondering like, why do I idolize that? Like why, I don't, I don't even know. I just love it. Like I just, I just have passion for it. That's how, that's how I want to be seen. Like, like for you, you're my friend. I want you to, I want you to respect me for like the right reasons. I don't want you to think like, damn, Van's uh, kind of all over the place or he's like messy or he's like going out too much. He's drinking too much, stuff like that. Like I like for, I, I think and it could be an ego thing. I like for people to like respect me and, but in a good way, like, but a good in a, in a, yeah, like, you know, like, so, and I've always analyzed that. They say you're not supposed to care what people think, but I care what people think. I don't know. Like, wow. I, I don't know what's like, a, you that's know, like a unique type of, you know, argument, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, like, of course, like, I don't care what everyone thinks, but for <laughs> people that I respect, I care what they, you know, like, I, you know, like, hundred percent. So, that's a good way to put it. So I don't care that someone might like someone, people might think that I'm weird for not drinking as much or not going out as much or not spending money on like unnecessary things but other stuff i care about and other things i don't care about you know and that's kind of how i, how I, I see it. it so for, for you and john and the company ideally when you see somebody that you idolize at this extent and see yourself being the goal would be like okay to go, get as close as possible to him and probably become his right hand man managing the full company mm -hmm. but apparently that was not the route that you decided to take yeah um, I would have definitely liked taking that route, um, but I feel like God just had a different plan for me. So I, I, I don't know if I told you before, I did. I was going to Ty Lopez had this conference. This is that time I'm starting to look up like entrepreneurship. That one search keyword SEO wise triggered into a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> so many nights I don't have that much money, so I wasn't doing anything else crazy at night. And at night, it's, and I still do it to the day. It's, um, but it's interesting because now I watch a lot of podcasts. Um, if I'm not watching like a, like a TED talk type thing, not like mm -hmm. actual TED talk, but something like similar mm -hmm. and just different industries. So I can kind of like learn on things that I don't know. Like I don't know much about NFTs. Yeah. I don't know much about crypto. So that's why I kind of like to watch certain stuff regarding that from different people. So I have different perspectives. So I kind of just collect it all. But just anyway, yeah. um, I was going to go to this Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez popped up, kept seeing his ads. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this guy? I don't think we give too much credit. Yeah, so, so Ty Lopez doesn't Ty get enough Lopez. credit. Ty Lopez definitely needs his credit because he, he birthed so many successful entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that I don't 100%. think a lot of people give him credit. I definitely would say I'll give him credit as well. Uh, I'm um, one of them yeah, as well. Yeah, him, uh, Gary Vee as well. I was watching Gary Vee videos like every day. Yeah. Um, cause I, it was cool thing about Gary Vee. I was able to hear someone. I was thinking these things, but... I, maybe I'm just like over. Am I just tripping? Like I thought I was tripping. Like I'm like I'm. Why do I, like why am I thinking all this about marketing? Why am I thinking about like why do I feel like I have to crush it? Why do I feel like there's this more for me? And I need to like I kind of was because everyone else around me, some of my friends are kind of like this. Chilling. Didn't have that conviction or thinking that, and so I was like, maybe I'm like I am crazy and I am different, but like <laughs> I need to make sure like you know I need to make sure like you yeah, know I need I need some reinsurance, and so Gary V gave me a lot of reinsurance of like like a lot of reinsurance, which was really good. Um, and so did Ty Lopez and then who else? Grant Cardone Grant also. Cardone, yeah. Grant Cardone was at that time, especially because I was in sales, I was watching a lot of, because Grant Cardone was probably the first person I was watching a lot because of my sales background. So I was watching a lot of him, but 
it transitioned because I was like, there's more than cells. And like um, Patrick, uh, David. David, David, he has, he talked about um, the cells. Uh, I think it's an argument. It's not like a fact, right? Because teach your own. But he talks about how the sales person isn't as good as a marketer. Like the marketers will make more money than the salesperson. And he had a whole argument, which made kind of sense that like, if you think about it, the marketing really disrupts and really sales are sales of course are always needed always going to be you got to you know like grand cardone seller be sold yeah you can always have to sell no matter in any type of way whether you're selling a physical product a digital product or yourself to someone vice versa business with Um, so on and so forth yeah and becoming like a like knowing the psychology behind that and from sales a sales standpoint and a marketing standpoint really determines the success of each thing right 100 percent um but within that, me like having that, I wanted. I knew I had to go to this. Uh, I'm gonna jump back because I know I'm going to rabbit hole. I knew I had to jump into this title of conference because of what it was bringing. There were so many different skill sets that were gonna help me better with sales yeah. and help me also with um, my marketing and just also just get business launch. But I just never knew it. Like in college, I, I dropped out, but they weren't really going into depth about certain things and. It was too slow and I'm like, it just didn't make sense to me. So I dropped out of it quick. I was like, let me go work. I kind of knew like I need to go work and make this money in this industry and I'm going to learn through this process. 100%. Yeah. Um, so I, I told the, the owner, I don't know if I should say his name. Or my, the manager? Yeah, the manager. Mm-hmm. He was uh, John Knack or something like that. Mm-hmm. Older Asian guy, very stern. He was, actually, he was actually really like, he was actually like, he to me was like a father to me in a sense that was like stern and like, 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 um, really you tough and hard. Yeah, like, so, so I definitely thank him for that because he made me also have, like, that no-excuse mentality. Never show up late. Never do this. Why don't you make all, why did you make 200 calls today? Like, so he was, he, and obviously because he had to make sure numbers were hit for the business. Well, so it was his ass. But I loved how he was on me because that definitely helped me, like, just, 100%. it made me just, it made me, like, go really hard. And, but when I needed to go to this conference, it was on a Friday, I'm trying to sell him, like, look, this, this conference is going to help me better my skills. I could close more deals for the company. I need to learn certain stuff. I thought he was going to be on board with it. Like, <laughs> oh, this kid wants to go on a Friday to a business conference. Yeah. Go, go ahead. I'll probably buy you lunch as well. You know, I'm thinking I guess going to go good. He kind of looked at me, and I don't know. I'm thinking maybe we had a bad month, and I, just don't, I didn't know those numbers. So, obviously, like, they told us all the numbers. And, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure why, but he was like, if you go to this conference, pretty much you're gonna get fired. Wow. And I'm like, my numbers weren't even bad. Like I was like, wasn't the best, but I was up there. Like, you know, like I was up there and everything else involved was, I was up there cause I was making other people inspired and working hard and stuff like that. Um, my circle that I hanged out with was like, we were all the top salespeople. Mm. So I wasn't too sure where that came from. And I, I feel like it was kind of like a power control type thing. And something was just telling me, like, I sat to my desk and I felt like a, a crazy feeling I sometimes get till this day. Like, this is that moment. Get up. That this is that moment that you, that's going to, like, you go left or right. And you just have to know. You got to go all the way, whichever one you go, you got to go all the way with all it. The way and it. so I was like, I came back and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be going to this conference. Um, I hope that I'm able to come back next week, but I just really felt like I need to go to this conference. Yeah, and that was like a very interesting thing. I went to, this is my first business conference or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I went there suited up. Nice. Had my laptop, my book bag, like 
I don't even think people go to conferences like this. I was there ready to learn. Okay. I was there ready to like <laughs> change my life, it's man. Notebooks, man, I left that shit so. Friends. I left that shit so. That Ty Lopez conference. Um, who did I see speak there? There was some. Um, I, my friend, my friend Samir and Juan, who live out here in Miami now. Mm -hmm. Um, they were there because wow. they were they partnered up with Ty Lopez at the time to like sell like some like Shopify course type thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they didn't know me at the time. I think I just I think I went up to Samir. And it said hi. We eventually, long story, we ended up like living in the same like apartment complex in LA together. Wow. We're still boy. Let's see one every morning at the gym, damn near. And uh, a few other people I met there that were just starting out in the entrepreneurial journey, just like me. And it's interesting to see a lot of like the, like the growth of some, and also the some the ones that quit. Yeah. You know, um, this was is very interesting. But that made me so like also motivated. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's more people that think like this, and there's there's this community of this, and like. Oh, what the hell was I doing this whole time? Like, you know, I felt like so, like, kind of, like, just shocked that this was a thing. Um, but it also made me so excited. I had so much notes. I left that thing just like on a high, you know, like just, just oh, I'm gonna change my life, you know? Yeah, like, and the first thing I went down to was like Shopify is what had me, gave me the most interest because of the marketing aspect of it, the, the creative part of it. Um, I liked that. I, I was very, you know, intrigued by being able to use those certain skill sets, build those certain skill sets, and be able to grow a business that I control, you know? Mm. So I went into diving into my first store, wasted a bunch of money, didn't make any sales, but I was learning, learning on that process, time, yeah. yeah. And, I was, and I didn't have much money to waste, so I was very like, if I put $10 right here, I need to see some conversions or some type of traction, like what's the CTR looking like? Yeah. Like I was looking at all different things, I was learning these things as, as I mm. went. Didn't work out for me the first round ago, but I got some good uh, marketing skill sets from it that I thought I could bring value to, but I didn't have the money to, to actually like to invest and to make it a thing. So what I did was, I got this great resume I could just cook up, add in my marketing skills in there and my sales. Let me go find a marketing agency job. This is when I started hearing Ty Lopez obviously had this SMA. This is when I first heard about like a social media marketing agency and stuff like yep. that. So I was like, first thing I'm gonna do is go, let me go work for one on the sales side and also on the media buying side. And I did that for like four different companies in like, in a, like Orange County, San Diego, and Hollywood. Really good companies, doing really well. Each company was probably doing anywhere from like, I'd say like two million to like 30 million. It went mm. up to like in that range, you know? Um, so obviously some were bigger and better than others, but I learned so much on that, made a lot of great connections and learned the inside of out to like building a marketing agency and from a scale and also pivoting, being having to be innovative. I've seen all types of stuff. This is like early, this is like before, like this is actually before like social uh, influencer marketing always been there, just obviously mm. different. But this is kind of, I guess, before it got really, really big on social. So I was like involved with a lot of that, seeing that, seeing how the ads performed compared to not. And living in Hollywood, the one of the companies I worked with, TLK, owner name is Kevin, who's like friends with the Kardashians, like, wow, type thing. Like, I remember from coming into the office one day and like in a conference room, I see like Chris there, Chris, uh, Chris Jenner. Oh, wow. And like she has shades on and I'm just like, that's crazy. That's like my mom. And I'm pretty sure, like, there was, like, a few other girls. I wasn't even trying to look too hard, but I'm pretty sure one of the sisters were there. Mm -hmm. I just don't know which one it was. Like, I wasn't trying wow. to, like, I wasn't trying to act starstruck. I just want to act like I'm here to work. And, like, I have videos. I have videos I can show you on my phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, like, of the office. And, like, he had, I think he had a picture in his office of Kim. 
or something mm -hmm. like they had like a really close relationship so he was getting all type of different clients business and we were running the ads for it i was mainly a facebook media buyer for him and i got that job on a win too so i gotta wow. tell you how i got the job i got this job by telling this guy that um I was in a, on a conference room meeting. We had like an open group interview mm -hmm. and everyone in there was way more valid than me, like way more, um, wow. Talented and way more talented, had way more better, credentials, better, more, yeah, definitely more credentials, uh, credentials. Um, but the thing is though, I didn't, I could tell that they all didn't want it as bad as I did in a sense. I just feel it for something like this, feel it. I was like, I got to stand out some way. Because one of the guys was like an older gentleman, um, mm -hmm. went to UC Irvine, which is where we recruit a lot of our talent for, for my agency. Um, and he was like part of some team that worked on like the, the, the like backup camera for cars. Oh, wow. He was older. He was like in his like 50s or something. Like, and he had all this, all this. I'm like, dude, I'm like, how, I'm like for one, how do you not have a job? Like, <laughs> like, like you're so like... Like, how do you not either, like, rich off your own business or invention? Or, like, I'm, I was surprised he was even there. I'm like, yeah. like, I'm like, they probably knew, like, this isn't for you. This guy needs to go be working at NASA or something. Yeah. He was, like, way too qualified for, for, for a media buyer position. Um, like, he was on something else. Like, he was, like, an engineer. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, is he going to come in and, like, build out a CRM? Because this time I already know about CRM. Like, maybe this guy, they might hire him. He's going to build out something. He looked like he had a whole book of, like, blueprints and engineering stuff. I was like, I was like... Well, I'm, I first thing I thought was I'm not gonna get this job because <laughs> this other girl works for all these e-com stores at the time. I've only worked on like, like two that weren't successful really. Um, one was, but it was like a interesting story. It was like an Amazon store slash e-com store, but I used that to like beef up and kind of give myself some, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a little. Yeah. I'm gonna back to get into this meeting to get this job. I waited for everyone to leave, and I was like, I asked uh, the owner Kevin. I was like. You mind if I just talk to you for a bit? Um, I just moved here from t to LA. Um, I want you to know that like I'm very thankful for you. You know, giving this interview. I love the office. By the way, I would love to work for you for free. I like kind of like when I uh, work for you for free for a few months. Let like, you see how you see how you like it. Um, I really want to learn. I really have passion for this. Tell you, by the time I got to the car, wow, he texted me to start Monday. Boom. And I'm not lying. This is like a true story. Wow. But that's when I knew that I was like. You got it. Yeah, I, I got it. But also, like, me even thinking that to do that was, like, that's the irresistible offer 100%. that he can't resist. Yeah. And so that's kind of, like, what's just started so, so much shit, man. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's like, Alex Ramosi, I'm going to make offers so good so they feel stupid yeah. thing. No. Mm -hmm. How old was you when you was doing, coming up with all this stuff? Dude, I was probably... I can't, I'm so bad with timeline. I was I'm 28 right now. I was, I want to say like 20, I mean, what year was 2017? 17. Yeah, so. It's like uh, so, so five just, years ago. So, yeah. So, it's like 23. So, so all, this, all this stuff that I've done has been in a short period of time, but so much experience within so that short period. Yeah. yeah. Like, like five years. Like I do, so like, even now, like I do so much in one year. Like, I feel like I have like five years growth in some way. Whether it's financially or like business experience wise, people like dealing with people like so much because I do, I do this thing where I need like I, where, I'm, where I need to like tie it up. I do as much as I can, and I kind of you know opportunity costs. I do everything. Yeah. I don't really like narrow down onto one thing. Like you know I should like some people do, can it help them? But for me, I like to move fast and like all verticals, 
And uh, so I'm just constant. I'm constantly testing and throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. But also with that in that process, there's a lot of L's you take, right? Oh, 100%. Like I take so much L's, and I get those few wins that do help put me back or up upscale me. But it helps me feel like because of my time and feel like my resources, I feel like I need to do as much as I can as possible to you know optimize optimize in every way. Wow. So. First, you work for those four companies, and then now, how did Instabus get you know? Oh yes. Created? So I had my own um, black label digital. Um, I had like two different other like agencies that I was like CEO of that I created. One was just like a social media management. One was more so for just social media uh, and Google Ads. Mm -hmm. One was just for Google Ads and YouTube Ads, um, because obviously there was not too much competition in that mm -hmm. nectar yep. field, which yep. there still isn't. Um, I'm always looking. I'm like, there really isn't any. There's not. Uh, there's not someone that's like a go-to person for Google, I feel like, besides kind of myself. Like a lot of people go to me for that, even though that's not even my only thing I offer, but it's yeah. just a good way to disrupt the market, disrupt the market. And, and, uh, and just have something different. Um, but I already had like a pretty, like I had like a, you know, a six-figure like MR coming in through paid media, mainly for Google ads and like Facebook ads at the time, because obviously these were popping off a lot yeah. back then. Still popping off now. Um, but I needed structure. I was using a bunch of VAs. Mm. I didn't like having to use VAs for like management and even some of my media buying because I was scaling up and I couldn't handle all the clients by myself. And I was also handling the sales calls, this and that. So this was my time. I was like, okay, I need to like add some more better business and scale this up. Wasn't a big fan of the VA model just because mm. of, I, it took like five clients saying like, hey, who's signing into my account from India? Or it took us five people to say that for me to be yeah. like, and you're like, no, we mm -hmm. have to f f figure this out. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm like, damn. I was like, I mean, I could hire someone here, but it's going to be like a lot more expensive, and I don't know if I'm like ready for that. I need. I was trying to, you know, build up. It was my first time making some like real money. Mm -hmm. I want to build up some cash before I do this, and like, let me see how I can figure this out. Right. So now I started looking to see like other ways to be able to expand, getting an office in the U.S. somewhere. Top getting a team was like, I have no idea how to like really hire someone like that. Um, because all I've been hiring was VAs, which is gonna obviously it's a little different. Um, but I was like, I need structure, I need, I need a partner, I need someone else to partner with me on this. And so I was reaching out to different companies, trying to see if they're looking to do a joint venture. And I reached out, and my partner Mike, um, who was my partner at Instaboots, was letting me know, like, you know what's crazy? We've been wanting to transition into paid media. Wow. You know, it was just like all timing, bro. Timing, guys. <laughs> it was like fun. perfect timing. And I was like, you know, I was just kind of grilling them about questions, stuff like that. Like, well, like I need to have, like, if we don't change the name, I got to make sure I have this one equity. This is how much MR I'm bringing to the company. So that's like my investment in. That's like right now. So as soon as we sign paperwork, we're live. Like, like we're accepting a lot of liveness going on because I have clients right now. And... Um, I built my clientele just from just like similar to what I do now, man, just network, um, doing different podcasts, doing different interviews, speaking at different events, um, going inside and like kind of building also just some social media posts and I kind of helped at the time like blow up my my uniqueness in that space by certain ads um, and also by like certain going inside certain groups and just communicating my results and how giving like some free game it's something that still works to this day yeah. that people have to um, utilize and I need to do even more of um, but that's how I was able to kind of cultivate that relationship and come in and get a pretty good like equity piece and having a team that already was fully built out fully systemized customized CRM system the staffing the, the HR the accounting stuff I have that I don't touch till this day 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I was blessed to have really good partners who also are a little bit older than me um, and just communicate the best, trustworthy guys. Um, they definitely are very, like, mature when it comes to finances. Like, they make a lot of money. And, they, and I get to watch them never spend it. Like, never spend it. I think one of my partners got a Range Rover just because he had seen me got a Range Rover at the time. And it was like, never cared to get a car. But he just was like, just to be fun and just like kind of like have like a, a both Range Rover brothers, you know, at the time. And, mm. uh, but they're all super frugal. And I watch how like well they manage their money. And so it's very like, it's definitely good to see and trust. Because I've had other partners before who are just flashy, spending our money that we're supposed to be using on Growing fulfillment and stuff like that. And so that was one thing I was always I was looking for. I was like, I need someone that's mature. Because I was around a bunch of young guys that were making money. But I didn't like how they were spending it and utilizing it and I didn't want to come off like that it wasn't this wasn't me and I wanted to make sure that hey we're like actually running a real business here 100%. you know like there's payroll there's payroll to take care of there's people we got to pay um not for your own you know needs to yeah. look problem. lavish yeah so that was something that was really really important to me and what made our relationship uh, right off the rip was something I was looking for because like there was so much noise and stuff just like now there's so much noise and like just trying to find the right partners was like Something I was really blessed to be able to do. Wow. So you find these, you found them and you guys, you know, you, did, did you have to change the name of the company or you keep the name that they had? I liked, I liked what the name was because it was very, um, like, and, we, and we're building out other sister companies that would have a different name, but it would be under, like, our umbrella. But I liked the name already. I was, I was like, this doesn't, this doesn't be changed. Because yep. we want to give people the insta boost, yeah, like, you know, like an that. instant boost, you know, instant boost, yep. in their business um, as like a growth partner. And we don't look at ourselves as an agency. We're more of like a growth partner. Like we really come in and make sure we help out and look at the full frameworks of the business, how to make it more scalable and also profitable um, and also helping set up operations, CRMs systems in place that people need. A lot of people don't have the right SOPs. So we come in, help with SOPs as well as build out the media um, mm -hmm. aspect and landscape and manage it and as well. It. So now if someone has a business, they just have to really worry about the creative, they can be more creative flow and just know that hey, we got your back. We're gonna handle all the marketing yep. side for you and make sure to help you scale up while you while you grow and we'll grow with you. That's why we're your growth partners. Epic. So we look at it. That's really interesting. So the main the main service that you guys offer is paid media. Paid media mm -hmm. right now and you offer obviously other type of marketing related services mm -hmm. as well. I know you're currently working on a program, on a course, mm -hmm. to pretty much give other people the opportunity to learn how to do yeah. paid advertisement yep. campaign. And I know a lot of you guys watching or listening might be interested in that. Make sure you, you, know, you join the, the Facebook group, the eFormula Facebook group. I'll talk to Van and see whatever resources that we can share with you guys so you can oh, yeah. take advantage of it. Definitely, yeah, we could definitely put some um, some uh, free stuff in there that would benefit everyone. Um, and the cool thing about the course that I have built mm -hmm. out, it has all my team media buyers on it. So there's different experts and different you know things from TikTok ads, Google ads, YouTube, oh, wow. Meta ads, and we have we go over it like really detailed in a very versatile composure, so people use it for different type of business models. So you could either you could get my course and you could either learn how to become your own digital marketing agency or you could use it for just yourself or for friends family clients you might name it there's also this good basic information to know that gives you skill set if you're looking to just get a job 100%. you want to get a job and get hired by 
your favorite brand and help out with marketing or your favorite influencer or just a um, mom and pop shop nearby and you want to help bring value and do build out their marketing my course will help you do that a hundred percent so it's like so many different levels you do it for yourself do it for others it's a win-win all right imagine if you had that when you first came back from Tyler for this company uh oh. event if you had the insta boost course right now <sighs> That right off the right, right off the gate, and then it was like take off right off the way because I already knew some family friends that dads own businesses and that weren't doing any of the paid paid marketing. They're doing like other older traditional marketing things and partnerships type stuff to grow. So right away, when I kind of started doing this, I started testing it on them and yeah, yeah. bringing the results. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. One hundred percent. That's epic, man. Mm -hmm. I know we can keep on going as fast oh, as possible, yeah, yeah. but I want to touch a couple of points. I know you are a big fan of fashion as well so yeah, yeah. where where did the love of fashion came from was it from the same coach or was it from john you know <laughs> you know honestly uh the fashion side of things i got really inspired by kanye west okay yeah, yeah kanye west was probably the person that like inspired me the most in fashion because of his like his his courage and creativity and vulnerability at his level is just insane like I'm not as in, I'm not as vulnerable as him. You know, I try to be, but also I might don't know if I don't really care to for my own like roadblocks and stuff. But so seeing seeing someone I look up to as a billionaire yeah. who is just who tries to be the tries to be a best person admits when he's wrong, tries to you know if he's mad he's gonna say it. He might say the wrong things, but. He's being honest. Yeah. Like he's being honest yeah. about how he feels and stuff at that time, right or wrong. And then obviously it could be some correction, but it's just to not to finally be able to see something like that in our time, to me is just insane. And also what he did to he changed every every fashion company from here on out is changed because of Kanye, I feel like. I feel like he changed the way people cut, the fabric, the mission behind it, like everything. Everything. So it's it's just dope to be to see that and on, on camera. Like thank God we live in a time now where like everything's on camera right you know what's funny i was in uh, the design district and i saw the adidas store there mm, like mm. just looking at the store you know this is kind of inspired yeah, yeah 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 you go in they have like a bunch of old mattress mm -hmm. stacked up bunch of old clothes stacked up you know and it's like that's kind of a hundred percent and yeah. it's sad to see the relation the relationship is over but yeah i know and i don't even like i see all the stuff i don't like dig too much deep into it but just even like his team that he had was this and like his eye for talent is insane like virgil bringing him to light yeah. which made also just change the fashion industry even more because it's like bringing like just like in music people used to really not know who the dj was or the producer people don't really know behind these fashion brands who's yeah. the creative director who's the yeah. creative visionary and stuff like that they just think of the owner so he's like kind of gave his team light and even um like essentials brand i'm wearing right now Jerry, Jerry Lorenzo, he worked for him as well. So all these brilliant people, I can imagine all these brilliant people in one room, just whiteboard, vision, Sheesh. you know, like, so it definitely takes a solid team. And that's something I've always believed in. That's why I'm also thankful for my team, because it takes a real solid team to grow, you know, to grow at the level, the right way. Like people that are holding you accountable, like my, like my partner, Don, holds me accountable all the time for, for numbers and stuff like that, that I'm doing. Um, and like just business cultivating relationships and making sure that I'm like staying like kind of like, hey, like complacent. Yeah. So I always kind of tell, I always say like hey, the scoreboard zero zero. I try to keep that mindset so that way I'm not 
looking at the numbers too much in a winning sense. I'm like, no, the source is zero. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I love that. I love that. And that kind of helps like with that creative push and sense of urgency on things. Wow, that's epic. Are you a big reader? Because I know going through the journey that you went through, Dude, yeah. he, like every entrepreneur would have had to get a bite of yes. some book. Yeah, so I definitely <laughs> read like a ton of books um, years ago. I don't read as much as I do now, mm-hmm. I, as, much, as much as I used to, I mean, but I definitely want to start like reading up again. Uh, I watch a lot of like, I'm more in a lot of like seminar podcasts and TED yeah. Talks, stuff yeah. like that are kind of what like gives me the dopamines. Mm. you know while i'm watching um and like also hearing like yeah like i just i just had with the last podcast i watched just recently like a few days ago i watched the rob Deerdick podcast mm-hmm. with um on impulsive and that one just like had me just glued to the tv all the time because i've looked up to rob Deerdick as well yeah. and what he's built with his rob um with Deerdick machines like it's like a marketing agency incubator which i'm wow. also you know moving my business very similar to and watching how he's moving and how how they're picking projects and they're creative and how they build it out for launch. And um, mm-hmm. just also seeing Fantasy Factory. I was always in my dream office. An office that has like a basketball court in there, bean bags, you know, a hammock, wow. green screen for studio content, you know, some weights in there, you know, wow. has basketball, like, basketball court, something to shoot. Just like that fun experience, like while wow, almost like a kid in a business playground. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, Rob Derrick inspired a lot of other people, but he definitely inspired me. And also just so inspired by his growth. like. This is a guy who was out in the clubs, wasted, drinking all the time. Like when he was wow. younger, he was a pro skater, and that kind of lifestyle is kind of like a, yeah. kind of like a rock star type lifestyle. And I've seen him change and want to change and invest his money into like Tony Robbins and certain people to like mentor him and coach him. And also seeing him do mentorship mm-hmm. and paying so much for it at his wealth and how his success. Mind you, this guy, they're showing they're showing uh, ridiculousness probably like ninety percent of the time on MTV. Like, he has the craziest deal that anyone ever seen. Wow. Um, and all the brand deals that he's been getting and stuff. And still seeing him be, like, humble enough and aware enough to be like, hey, I need help. I need to pay for a coaching and mentorship and stuff like that. And that's something that I, I love to be able to watch people like that because it's so inspiring to see, like, that their evolution is growing in the right way. And that makes us makes me know we all could do that. It's all a mindset thing, you know? 100%. Oh, that's powerful. So you watch a lot of video formats mm-hmm. and like audiobooks, podcasts, all in the same scenario. Do you have a book suggestion for anybody that is starting their entrepreneurial journey? Um, I would definitely say Crush It. With crush Gary, it I'll say, yeah, Crush It and Crushing It. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sell or Be Sold are like the three books that I, that really like, sold. that wow. really like hit me. Um, of course, there's like other books that are like, are a little bit more tactical in the marketing perspective or sales perspective. Um, and just like money moving, you know, real estate, like Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. yeah, like those books. But I feel like for people, one of the biggest things they need to do is like actually go do. A hundred percent. Implementing. Yeah, like do with, with energy, do it fast. Like do, it fast. do what you can fast and get started. And those kind of books kind of help you on that. Like, of course, you're going to need time to have a good balance and then I want to slow down, relax, recoup, reset, and then and go, go again, again, which is something that I've, I try to master. Um, I like to go really hard. So like if I can in a week, like I know like let's say out of seven days, I'll probably say like four days, I'm going fast. The other days it's a little bit more relaxed. Composure just working like you know, which yeah. could probably be crazy for a lot of other people. Yeah. I'm probably still working on like ten different things, but it's 
way more relaxed for me in the norm. And so I kind of do that because it's like, you know, it is a numbers game as well. And I know how many hours you're putting in and stuff like that. And the speed. That's epic. Do something special for every single person that comes to the podcast. You know, for a really long period of time, my books is my prize position. I don't give people my books. But since I started the podcast, maybe you have seen it. I started giving access to my to my guests, mm-hmm. access to my library. So you have over a hundred books in the room, dig in and pick oh, up the one you like the most. I have some here, I have few of the ones that are currently, that I'm currently reading, Dang. always on my left side and I have- This others, one's catching my eye on right the here. other side here. Which one? Digital disruption. Digital disruption. I feel like- uh, Unleash the next wave of innovation. Yeah, I, this this man. one this one's catching my this catching one my vibe. Talks right to now. You. This is also like a part of my life right now where I know I have to disrupt something. Wow, I just saw the first thing here. The CMO charged the team with creating. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna take yeah. this one. Beautiful. This is beautiful. a perfect time in my life for this type All of brother. Appreciate thank you so you much, coming. man. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you for coming, guys. Give a big thank you to uh, to Van in the comment and make sure you subscribe to the channel, like, share the video with whoever you think can benefit from this as well. My goal and sole purpose of this podcast and YouTube channel is to inspire any aspiring entrepreneur to have people to listen to and get insights from before they start their entrepreneurial journey. And also, if you are a current entrepreneur looking, maybe trying to change, do a shift in a different industry, in this podcast, you're gonna see the top leaders across many, many fields that you can relate to. I'm now gonna bring you a 70 year old CEO here. Maybe that might happen every once in a while. Bring you the young, fresh CEOs that was where you are five, six, seven years ago that you can relate the most to. So thank you for watching again and I see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.